Well, welcome, welcome to Season 2, Episode 26 of the Highway to Heaven Podcast, hosted by me, Elaine Murphy, yours and mine's truly, Brian Crump. And this week's topic is loving one another, which is so important in the kingdom of God. You cannot function properly and be a team in Christ Jesus without loving one another. So that is key. Taught by Deaconess Lily Woods, another wonderful, exciting episode this morning. I'm telling you, um, and I believe this is just part one because this is just a a very good extended um, topic to actually discuss and is well needed. Uh, So we're going to have a blessed uh, message today to expound on and to recap on. Um, I'm telling you, this morning's message was just a blessing to hear. Uh, So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and me and Brian, we're going to jump right in and recap and uh, expound on some scriptures. Um, I'm telling you, loving one another is a very important key that we got to grasp. We got to press through, we we treat some, uh, even some Christians, you know, uh, we need to understand that we need to press through some of these things. We can't act like the world and be in the kingdom of God. God said he'd have you either cold or, or hot, but lukewarm, he'll spew you out. Um, so this is some very good positive information that was taught uh, by Deaconess Lily Wood. So after this break, when we come back, me and yours and mine is truly Brian Crump will go ahead and recap and expound on this powerful, beautiful topic about loving, loving one another. We'll be right back after these sponsored messages. thank you for listening in from around the world did you know that now Brian Crump is now doing a new exciting thing with his brand new podcast Dear America Knowledge is Power what an awesome title for his new fresh new conversations and new uh, information very exciting you'll never have a dull moment just tune in to him and get check it out. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Just go to anchor.fm backslash lowercase dear hyphen America. And I'm telling you, you'll enjoy it. You'll be glad that you did. The Bible Table Chat, full of intriguing, informational fun and laughter for all those who tune in around the world, where our main objective is to bring forms of unity and inspire all to be a better people. Tune in for a new episode every Friday morning at 7 a.m. unless releases are rescheduled or updated. It's always free to listen and you'll be glad you did. The Bible Table Chat, where we keep it live.
many of you would love to make God your partner for greater success? How many of you want to learn to live with the rhythm of each season for maximum productivity? And how many of you want to learn how to move forward from bad relationships or church hurts? Well, the books Understanding the Seasons and Times and When Wolves Come are the books for you. Written by Nirvana Winston, who is a writer with both wisdom and simplicity, giving tools and insights into kingdom living for everyday life. She shares witty stories and personal encounters. Pick up your copy today before they're all gone. Go to Amazon and hashtag when wills come and hashtag understanding the seasons and time get your copies today you'll be glad that you did Welcome back to the Highway to Heaven podcast, season two, episode 26. And our topic, loving one another, as I said at the beginning. And guess who we have here? We have the other part of the co-host here, one and only, Brian Crump. Hey, how you doing? And don't forget, he's a senior anchor of the fantastic new podcast called Dear America and Knowledge is Power. And if you guys haven't tuned in yet, make sure you do that. So how you been doing, baby? Oh, tired, tired. How about you? I'm I'm on vacation. So imagine, look, (laughs) so you know how I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Some days I I can't work. She's, she's at home chilling like a villain while I'm at work. That's right. Chilling like a villain. Sweating. Having a good old time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I also do take the time out to pray for my friend, my brother in the Lord. I appreciate that always. Always. He's always on my mind. So he stays there. And you know what? When God always has somebody on your mind, you pray for him all the time. That's the number one person to pray for. Okay, baby, so we're going to go ahead, go ahead and jump right into this excellent message that was taught by Deaconess Lily Woods. And as usual, Deaconess Lily Wood allows the Lord to use her in such beautiful ways. Sometimes I don't even think she knows how beautiful uh, God uses her when it comes to teaching the gospel of Christ. Isn't that right, baby? Yeah, you know, sometimes she'll come up and say, did y'all like the service? Of course we like the service because you always get something good and interesting out of it. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, she just want to make sure that she does a good job how the Lord used her in that that circumstance. That's all. And every time, man, sometimes the messages, or most of the time, these messages that we recap on and that we have an opportunity to study on ourselves and actually be there to listen to it i'm telling you they're so amazing me and brian sometimes look at her like in awe of how the lord is actually using um and lily and she'll catch us looking at her a certain way because we're so into it and she'll say 
are you guys understand what I'm saying? I mean, you're looking at me, but that look is more like, this is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like amazing, you know? That's what you're saying on the inside. But anyway, we thank God for her. And at this time, we're going to go ahead, and I guess what we'll do is go ahead and allow Brian to go ahead and read the first scripture that we'll be recapping on and expounding on. Yeah, there's not too many scriptures for the uh, uh, service, but I think she said something about she was going to do a part two because she had more or something, didn't she? Yes, and so we look forward to that part two, too, because this certainly was good. Okay, so we're going to start in a book of Proverbs. That's Proverbs chapter 10, verse 12. And as I say all the other times, too, I'm always reading from the King James uh, Version. So your version may be a little bit different, but it all says the same. Okay, it states, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Awesome. Read that again, baby. Sure. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, is a tree of life and that is just awesome sometimes we have um when you're going through a little bit and you're having certain situations that are in your life when god finally brings those things to pass for you as you hope and wait it's a beautiful thing and i wrote down too because you uh you had a comment which i thought that was really good mm-hmm. um when i jot down a, a note hate versus dislike that's true i don't know if you want to expound on that but you i know had that's a, a good thing a to couple exp- couple things and i yeah. wrote that down because you had a good type of uh explanation yeah i think a more a very important thing for us to realize is that there's a big difference between loving someone and liking someone liking is a very it, it doesn't even compare to the actual definition of love because if we you don't necessarily even i think this was was it what i was talking about during service this morning was that you don't even have to like a person to love them according to the definition of love mm-hmm. in the word of god because there's a lot of times we may not like that person's attitude we may not like the way that they live but we still press through and love them anyway and it is a press but liking plays a good way to make it easier for you to love a person that's what the difference between like and love but they're totally different so if so if someone says um it's is also like is different from um to say to somebody i don't like you is different even from the word hatred because I remember I was I was trying to tell her I said if is I would prefer to somebody to tell me they did not like me compared to I hate you hate is the sin to dislike someone is not necessarily a sin mm-hmm. um I think to me for somebody to not like something is more a preference mm-hmm. I think that's what I was saying to like someone or not as a preference unless it relates to a, a certain level type of relationship like 
with me and Brian, for example, we are engaged to one another and we, 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 we feel like we're married, but we're just saying we're more engaged to each other. My love for him, my like for him, of course I like him. I wouldn't even prepare to marry someone that I did not like. Mm-hmm. But I can honestly say with him, liking him doesn't compare to how much I love him, but it's easier to love him because I like him. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, baby? Yeah. So, and the big thing I was trying to understand is to have somebody say, I don't like you, to me, is okay because I can brush that off. I'm not a person that uh, worries about being liked or not outside of Brian, outside of my mother and father, outside of even, I would say, even if my brother or sister, um, rarely does that happen, but if they actually said they did not like me, I haven't heard any of my siblings verbally say that I don't think that would bother me as long as they don't tell me they hate me because hate is where the problem is Mm -hmm. Um, and the Bible says clearly you are not to hate the word hate means to reject so that would be a direct offense but it's still up to me to allow that to bother me or not I can brush that off or I can leave give it to the Lord and let him take care of it and still press on. I think I'm the kind of person, I think I've shared this with Brian once before. I said, not that I don't have feelings. I just said that I've learned as I became adult. Uh, and I'm a little bit more rough edge around the, the edges when it comes to people saying they like me or not. I'm easy to brush it off. It doesn't bother me. But when it, because if I don't have to pull up to my house with them, what good is that? Mm-hmm. What what good is worrying about stuff? You know they don't. You it's not like you gotta pull up to the same problem as at work. That would be a big problem, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, I think I think sometimes I wouldn't even come home. <laughs> might as well. You might as might, not. Might, might as well, well not. I don't think I can stand that. Have, yeah, you're gonna have all those issues at home and at work. It's right. Like, probably just need to get a hotel room just to be away from everything and that that's actually in the book of proverbs now that we're talking about um loving one another it does speak on a part of about a contingent person that you have to live with it was specifically talking about a female or a wife um it said that according to a man's ideal and according to the wisdom of proverb that it's better that you be on the roof than live in the same house as a contingent Woman. Now, I use a woman. That doesn't mean that it can apply just to a woman. Um, if you were a woman, you had a contentious man. I'd bet you want to live on a rooftop as well. So it's <laughs> so getting back on our subject. So we're still talking about the importance of loving one another. And I think the problem comes when you have to love a person that's not so nice to you or talking to you a certain way. Now, you'll know if you have true love when you run into that type of situation where you have to press through and love that person anyway. And and we also need to remember when the Bible says love someone that uh, rejects you or gives you a hard time, it doesn't mean you always have to be in their face. You can love someone miles away what it's saying is don't hold on to the, don't respond the way they respond to you. Don't go tit for tap. Is that, that's mm-hmm. the saying? So what you want to do 
is to truly love and that's true love is to be able to to go on so we're gonna go to the next scripture and next one is uh there's a couple in the book of john uh, so john chapter 13 verse 35 okay again john 13 verse 35 and it says by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have love one another so again by this shall all men didn't say some didn't say a couple didn't say a few all men know that ye are my disciples. And of course, we know disciples are followers of Christ. Amen. Okay? That's true. If ye have love. Okay, it says love. It didn't say hatred. It didn't say like. It didn't say a strong like. But love one to another. And so that's the importance of it. Because it's a form of light. Uh, that's how those that don't know the Lord know that we are full of love. And love is God, by the way. But that we are full of him is by what we how we treat one another. And that applies to Christians as well. So you know what the Bible says too. And um I forgot which disciple it was. You might need to help me with that. Maybe it was Paul or Simon or something. Where it says, What's the what's the greatest commandment? And the Lord says, To love the Lord thy God with all your heart. And the second one is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. That's true. I forgot who it was I that forgot said which one I know who one asked of, the question. It might have been Peter. But, yeah. Because so, hey, Peter, Peter was always talking. So, hey, <laughs> right, hey, why don't somebody just go ahead and research that and send us an email about that? Yeah, one. send us an email and let us know who did you find out about that. About who was the, which disciple was it? Mm-hmm. And maybe in return, we'll send you a gift. And your name will be mentioned. And your name will be mentioned. So, go ahead and, and like I said, send us probably an email or go to where can they go to connect with that um they can go to the website link or just go to the website link mm-hmm. because i think the something's going on with highway to heaven's email right right yeah so okay. you can go to the website link and and things like that and we'll we'll go ahead and set that up for you but yeah i remember that so that kind of ties into this actual verse about ye are my disciples if ye have loved one another and right kind of made me think about when Jesus said to love um, your, your neighbors yourself, even right. your enemies yeah. and stuff. So that was pretty interesting. Which is harder to do. I'm telling you, it's a difference between loving your neighbors, but then loving your enemies is another level, but it still requires us to do that. And the way how we are nowadays, Man. yes, it is hard. We barely want to look mm. at our enemies or share the same room as somebody you don't even like. And not to say <laughs> if you work with them. Right? <laughs> I can but imagine hey. that. I've done it. I'm telling you. I'm still, look, God's still working on me. <laughs> he, I, I know he's working on me and he... Every time I wake up, I can imagine God saying, man, there he goes again. Let me get him straight before he goes to work. I bet he does, too. And you know God has a sense of humor, though. Yes, he does. In, in, in his own way. Yes. And a, then again, there's a scripture that that's why it's important to remember that lo- God loves us beyond our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So every morning that you wake up, God knows that he loves you beyond that. You know, beyond, because he knows how we are. 
So yeah, that's beautiful. That's another type of love. God's mm. love is the ultimate love. The agape love. The agape love, exactly. Okay, so we're going to go to the second one in John. Uh, John chapter 15, verse 13. Okay, John chapter 15, verse 13. Now, this verse is very interesting because I saw a movie called Delta Force. Mm -hmm. And there was a, a, a pastor who said this verse. It took me all year to figure out where did I hear that before? And that's where I heard it from, from a pastor um, that actually quoted this verse when one of the Air Force uh, um, military members gave his life and died oh, wow. for the cause of them getting out in a safe manner. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a, a German Jewish thing. Oh, cool. But it was really, really, really good. But anyways, back to the scripture. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Wow. And that's the same scripture that that pastor said in that movie. That is awesome. And, and answer- who is the one that laid down the life for his friends? There you go. Now, from the way how Jesus laid down his life for all of us. For all of us. And that's Mm -hmm. the ultimate sacrifice. But the way how Deaconess Woods explained it, it doesn't really mean that you have to sacrifice yourself. Right. Like you'll die for someone. Right. You'll you'll die for someone. I mean. But to make a sacrifice. To make some some type of sacrifice Mm -hmm. to, to show that, you know, whether... If it's telling the truth, that's mm-hmm. a sacrifice to most people. That's true. Most people enjoy the lying because they don't want to get in trouble. But sacrifice telling the truth, even though you might get in trouble, right. but you still save a life of a friend. That's true. Or just letting go of some of your assignments to help somebody on their assignments, mm-hmm. so right. to speak. Right. So it's about sacrificing. It's about sacrifice. Kind of more than like uh, dying for someone. That's true. But... That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so um, so just kind of kind of remember that again. Greater love hath no man than this, that man laid down his life for his friends. Amen. Okay, so now we are going to go into 1 John chapter 3, verse 15. Again, that's 1 John chapter 3. Three verse fifteen, and it states, "Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer." Now that's kind of mm-hmm. wow. And ye know that no murder hath eternal life abiding in him. Read that again. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. That is so true, and that lets you know right there that sin is not measured. Mm-hmm. That one sin is really no better than the other one. That's what that is saying. Because if you read that scripture, which one was there was first John? It says, Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. Mm-hmm. So You've already murdered that person. So hate, hate, hate is, is a sin. Didn't I tell you that? Mm-hmm. That's why I said in the beginning, it's a big difference between somebody saying, I don't like you, than somebody saying, I hate you. 
So the way how this scripture is written is almost saying that if you hate someone, they're already dead to you. It's, because it's, it it's, says if you hate your brother, that's murder. Yeah. yeah. So when you murder someone, they're no longer on the face of this earth. They're dead. And that's why even God said about forgiving. If you don't forgive, he won't forgive you. And that goes for the Christians too. I don't know what makes us think it's just for the world. Matter of fact, he, I don't think he's even ta he's talking to Christian people. The word of God is for us. Because mm -hmm. we also have a, a we all have the spirit of Christ in us to open up our ears. But it's, it's not just, this word is not just tossed at the unsaved. It's for the saved. Because mm -hmm. we think we can get away with everything. Exactly. Because we're, because we think that God will forgive us no matter what. And that's true to a certain degree mm -hmm. because the Bible says confess with your mouth. That's true. But so, when it comes to hating. Right. So if, if, for example, let's say that if I do something to Elaine that's not nice or I cause her harm in some, some type of way, I have to ask for forgiveness, not only from God, but also from her. Mm -hmm. because it says go to the person that you offended ask for forgiveness too right. I'm paraphrasing it but it says that in the Bible I'm just paraphrasing so if I do something to hurt you I say Elaine please forgive me mm -hmm. and then I go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness too Right. if I don't do any of that mm -hmm. then why? how can I expect for Elaine to forgive me and moreover how can I expect the king of kings and lord of lords to forgive me it's much more important that you forgive anybody than anything else i mean no matter what they've done to you just in the instances i remember someone saying or I remember the word of god saying for the for example if you're in a marriage relationship you know that saying that in a in accounts of divorce that if your spouse commits adultery or infidelity which is the same according to the word that you can divorce them, but you can divorce them. But guess what you have to do? You have to forgive them. You have to forgive them, but you don't have to stay with them. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the, when it comes to relationship and it comes to that situation, that's like a kill kill, but in a way, but it's a good, good thing It's a good, good, which means to be forgiven for something you did, but you also can lose that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can apologize to them all day long and they can forgive you all day long, but that doesn't mean they have to stay in, in that situation or take, in that case, or take you back. So, There's you know, a lot the, of people who messed up their relationships due to man. infidelity and things of that nature and mess up on a good woman or a good man. man. And, you know, think of that movie, Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Remember Bruce Almighty? He had the power of God, but yet... He thought that he could wheel someone, his ex, to love him. Oh, wow. Because, come to find out, he wound up cheating on her. Oh, wow. And then that's when that's when he, just like one of the scriptures, laid down his life for his friends. Because he says, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore. I want you to have control over me. Do with me as you will. Uh -huh. And then that's when he was able to get the girl back. But... The only reason how he got the girl passed by laying down his life. That's true. Absolutely. See, and if you think about it, there's a lot of movies that have it different is. types of verses and different types of biblical. Mm -hmm. um, what's the word I'm looking for, sweetie? Biblical um, 
references, references right. and understandings and just different things like that. Yeah, all you have to do is just look for yourself and, and you'll you'll see it. It's, it's how you see out of your eyes of understanding. You got to be like searching. Mm-hmm. You have a searching heart. So do I. So when I see movies and it reminds me of the gospel of Christ, you know, that's a good thing. Best movie I ever saw. Passion of the Christ. Oh wow, I seen it. It was quite graphic, have, but it was it, it good. It was very graphic. I mean, Risen is good. There's other movies, you know, Jesus Christ Superstar and everything. But if you ever want to see a movie that is closely pinned to the life, the crucifixion, the humiliation, the whips, the nails going through the hands, the nails going through the feet, the the most descriptive way of what Jesus went through and got humiliated with Passion of the Christ which was directed by Mel Gibson mm. that is real good it made me cry and I remember one time I said I hate you and that was to the little gimp that was laughing over Jesus dying at the time mm. and I don't remember saying it so it must have been spiritually because my mother said who are you talking about and when she saw the movie, she said, you said to that little gimp that you hate that little gimp. Because mm. he was laughing about Jesus' death. Right. Not not trying to get off topic, but mm. just to say that that's a real good movie. Everybody wants to see it. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, back into the information here. We have... Once again, we're on the topic, Love One Another, Season 2, Episode 26. And um, I'll put down a little footnote on this um scripture too Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 okay that's Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that ye may be filled with all the fullness of God wow and the little footnote that I wrote down on there is it's about putting on a new man Amen. It says, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all of the fullness of God. Absolutely. To me, that's almost like being born again. I think that's why I put that, putting on the new man, because the old man is the Adam way, the Mm -hmm. Adam nature. Right. And the new man is the the ways of God. Yes. It's a way to the truth and life in Christ Jesus. So, yeah. Okay, then last one, family. First Timothy, chapter six, verse ten. First Timothy, chapter six, verse ten. This scripture here, I tell you, it's the one every huh? day at work. <laughs> I say the same thing, but I paraphrase it. I say the same thing, but hey, this is a good one. Okay. This is a good one. Let us have it. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some covet after, they have erred from their faith. Mm -hmm. Erred, thank you. Erred from their faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Yeah, some people are actually making money a God, which is the problem. Um, and the greedy and the mm. greed. It, money itself is not evil, but when you love it, mm. according to the definition of love, mm-hmm. 
it it turns into a god mm-hmm. so that's what makes it um a sin is the love of money and evil mm-hmm. is the root of evil but do we need money yes you need it but you don't have to love it either so you know because god will provide for us according to his riches and glory exactly and what are the basic necessities right food roof over your head clothing water clothing water make sure your utilities are paid for you know electric gas stuff like that so those basic utilities maybe transportation mm-hmm. or something like that has been provided for because the bible says if a man doesn't work he doesn't eat that's right okay? you gotta work but to eat. it didn't say that a man needs to have 50 55 million dollars to live neither that's true so if you love money that much sometimes i would think i, I may be wrong in saying this but i mm-hmm. think that you need to re- reevaluate your life and your finances that's true Absolutely. I couldn't have said that better. And it's so important to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so before you go and make God money everything or, or your God to where you fight over money, you argue over money, money controls your day. And anything could be labeled as God if you think oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, a false God. God yes. Right, a false God. God is what you spend most of your time doing. God is where the heart is. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, if I go to work every day, and let's say I work seven days a week, I'm playing 10 hours. Mm-hmm. That work becomes my God. Yes, it does. If it if it doesn't allow you time for anything else, then that's all you do is work. You can't even go to church because you're at work. You can't even be married to your wife. You don't see your wife. Why? Because you're at work. You see, so, she said wife, right? She yeah. said husband. She said wife. <laughs> Or vice versa. If I was, a, it works both ways. I'm just joking. I know. No, but it does. In saying that, you know, women, it works both ways. And we know specifically the point is do not make, put anything before God and certainly don't put anything before your significant other because then it becomes infidelity. Matter of fact, I am the senior anchor of the Bible Table Chat and I did an episode on what is infidelity or how destructive is infidelity you guys can check that out as well you'll like it but the point that we're trying to prove today is where is your love the bible says when you love someone and you love another person you love that person there's a way that you treat them them and you don't put them last on the chart you put god first but whoever that person is that's second in your life is second in your life so I think it should be in the order of first, God. first. I'm gonna say first, first then. First, first. Oh, first. <laughs> because first is God, right? And then you know you gotta mm-hmm. take care of your husband. Mm-hmm. Second, don't put anything else before the people that you have to take care of mm-hmm. and love that God put in your life. That's what I'm really. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, I I think that it should be in the order of uh, God first, your mm-hmm. significant other as far as your spouse. Yes. Uh, whether if it's your wife or husband second. Mm-hmm. If you have kids, then them. Right. You know, um, the then, then all others come with that. But when you think about it, when you're taking care of your wife or your husband as well as kids, mm-hmm. that comes from money as well because you need to provide a house. Right. In a decent neighborhood, food, clothing, you know, things like that. So all that ties into the together. That's true. But 
don't love all the money. Right. It, those are comes with responsibilities. That's what that is. And that's why money is used. Even Jesus said, whose face is on that coin? I think I forgot which disciple asked them about. Oh, they questioned it. I think it was somebody. I don't know if it was Matthew or not. Uh, one this of the disciples. Simon, Simon, oh, I don't know if which one it was, but I don't want to misquote which one it was. But I know there was a situation where Jesus asked somebody, one of the disciples, whose face is on that coin? Because I think he questioned him about paying taxes. Mm-hmm, and right. so Jesus said, well, whose face is on that, that money? And he said, Caesar's. He said, well, give Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Mm-hmm. So it's the same way. Um, the way the world is, it's like that money. I don't know which president is on which bill, but whatever. And when you and which bill collector you may have, but that bill collector is Caesar. Mm-hmm. So if the money rotates and you owe Caesar, you give back to what you Caesar's with is. So you do have to pay. You we do have to use the money to pay our bills, so to speak, mm-hmm. in a shorter term. You have anything else you want to add to that, baby? Um, just to just for everyone to know and understand that God is within us. So whatever that we portray outside of us uh, to other people, especially if you claim to be a Christian, there are people that will actually call you out on it and they will actually see the way how you're living. So be careful if you say you're a Christian, you're really not. Mm-hmm. Then again, be careful if you say you're a Christian and you have an attitude all the time because mm-hmm. people will look at that. And they may do things to you, and they say, oh, but I thought you were supposed to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the, the Bible didn't say to be foolish mm-hmm. and things like that, to be wise as a serpent, but gentle as a dove. That's, That's what the true. Bible says. And, and another... And just make sure that you adhere to all that. That's all. That's right. That's that's all 100 there. In addition to that, what he said, he said how people come across and look at us, but... We are to be good examples. Uh, We are to live the word of God in front of other people, but also allow other people to know that that doesn't mean that you don't get any grace when you make a mistake or you don't get any forgiveness when you make a mistake. So that comes along with with like if you have someone to come before you and judge you because you made a mistake as a Christian, because we all do. I've had a bad attitude, believe it or not. I don't care if nobody confess it. I'm my job. But I also turned around and told them, I said, I'm saved, not stupid. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a Christian, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. So just don't don't use that as a form of to, to try to attack me with that. Or to try to put a form of a guilt on you. Because mm-hmm. um, baby, that is true what you said. But on the same hand, on the same side... You do have grace for your life, just like they have grace for their life. So we need to remember that also. But yes, being a light is extremely important and putting on that love. In saying that, we have completed this particular episode. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Before we let you go, we're going to say a word of prayer. So let us just bind, let us just bow our heads and say this word of prayer. Father, we just come before you thanking you today, God. Lord, we ask you in the name of Jesus, Father, just to touch those who are listening in, Father. Lord, we ask you to let us show the authentic love of God, the agape love that you talk about in the word of God. Father, help us to also be a light 
with our love, God. And even in the midst of it, we also understand your loving grace is 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 forever surrounding us, God. Let us let our light show, God. Let us touch other people, Lord. Let us be that good example that you called us to be, God. And Lord, we just thank you. And we repent right now, God, and say, forgive us of any sin that we've unknowingly did, Father. Or, or rather, we did it intentionally or unknowingly, Lord. We thank you for your grace, which is another form of love that you have for us. And Lord, we ask you to save those around the world and touch, heal, deliver, set free, restore. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 And in saying that, thank you for tuning in to the Highway to Heaven podcast. And we look forward to of, of coming to you again. Please tune in with us again every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Um, Central Time right here in the USA. God bless you. Peace and love.